0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. I'm Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I'd like to thank you for listening and encourage you to check out that website where you can read all over 3,700 of my film reviews stemming all the way back to 1996. That's Quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today I'm going to be looking at Creed, which is, I guess, the seventh film in the Rocky franchise. It's a drama, primarily, a uh, sports film, of course, uh, PG-13 for its violence, language, and some sensuality. And the runtime is two hours and 13 minutes, which puts it as the longest film in the, uh, series. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is the star. It also features a sizable supporting role for Sylvester Stallone. It's not just a cameo, folks. Uh, Tessa Thompson, Felicia Rashad, uh, Tony Ballou, uh, Richie Coster, Graham McTavish are uh, supporting actors. Uh, the director is Ryan Coogler, and Coogler also provides the screenplay along with writing partner Aaron Covington. Um, those of you who um, have heard of the name Ryan Coogler may know him from his original film from 2013 called Fruitvale Station. Now, back in 2013... I went on a bit of a limb as a critic in proclaiming Fruitvale Station the best film of 2013. Uh, that was the debut film uh, for Coogler, and he was a previously unknown director. And yet, for me, no other film of that year moved me to a near-emotional breakdown like that little film that could. Uh, I ranked it above such films as 12 Years a Slave and Her and all of those other Oscar contenders. And I took a stand for this very small film that didn't even get a wide release in theaters in the United States. Now, since then, I've wondered whether my love for uh, Fruitvale Station came from uh, its element of surprise. I didn't expect anything from it. And now that Ryan Coogler is back with his follow-up, his sophomore effort, uh, in a very much more high-profile film, Creed, um, I figured that this was going to be my chance to really see if this young director of my favorite film from a couple of years ago is truly worth uh, the hype of me sticking my neck out as a film critic to praise him with uh, a best-of proclamation uh, for his film. Now, Kugler has two films under his belt, and I'm happy to report... That not only is Creed one of the most satisfying films of 2015, then even if I, I'm not going to say that it's the best film, I still think it's going to catapult Coogler to the very top of name of young directors who are going to be sought out for bigger and better projects uh, in Hollywood today. Michael B. Jordan stars here. Uh, he, he was also the star of Fruitvale Station. They, he happens to work extremely well with, with Kugler. I hope that they collaborate more in the future. Um, he's playing Adonis Johnson, uh, also known as Donnie in the film. Uh, not Don Johnson from <laughs> Miami Vice fame, but, um, uh, uh, Adonis Johnson is the illegitimate son of former world heavyweight champion boxer Apollo Creed. Um, And Creed, uh, Apollo Creed died in the ring before Adonis was born and, uh, the, uh, the, the offspring of a woman that, uh, Apollo had an affair with, um, and who, uh, the, the mother also died while Adonis was just a young boy, um, going into a life of foster care and juvenile detention, um, is what uh, Adonis experienced for the next several years until Apollo Creed's widow, Marianne, ends up pulling Adonis out of that hard knock life and adopts him as her own son, uh, raising Adonis to be a fine young man um, from the years 1998 all the way through the current day in 2015 um, as a young man with a bright future in the world of business. However, it seems that Adonis is his father's son after all. He opts to drop out of uh, a, a successful life in, in the white-collar industry in order to uh, to have a chance to prove himself in the ring as a self-taught up-and-coming pugilist. Uh, he works as uh, a, an amateur boxer in Mexico doing fights uh, down there in Tijuana. He ends up being undefeated. And he thinks he has a career, a uh, budding career there. And so he quits his job and decides to head out to Philadelphia and uh, try to seek out the training of none other than Rocky Balboa, uh, the uh, a current South Philly restaurateur who was once the boxer who ended Apollo Creed's reign in the ring before uh, they ultimately ended up becoming good friends later in life. Now Rocky is initially reluctant, as you would expect, uh, to be a trainer again. Um, But soon he capitulates to the earnest young man's demands, Uh, despite wanting to make it on his own terms as Adonis Johnson, which was uh, Johnson was his mother's maiden name. uh, Soon the word gets out to the public that he's actually Apollo Creed's son, one of the greatest champions of all time in the ring, and that opens a huge door of opportunity for promotion. When the reigning light Heavyweight champion uh, of the world uh, uh, an English fighter named pretty Ricky Conlin wants one big marquee matchup to give him enough money to uh, to survive before he goes off for several years in prison. Uh, there are long shot odds for Apollo that ratchet up to next to impossible odds when Rocky. Uh, Balboa is diagnosed with a serious illness that threatens to take the former champ down for the count for good, and that's just one of many obstacles, perhaps the biggest obstacle along the way to getting Adonis in fighting shape to try to go toe to toe uh with the world heavy uh light heavyweight champion uh Conlan. Michael B Jordan He is masterful in his performance as Adonis Creed. He not only looks remarkably like he could be the son of Carl Weathers, the actor who played Apollo Creed in the original uh, Rocky film and its uh, next three sequels, but his big heart and bigger ego for his character also will have you doing some double takes uh, because uh, he grows to try to fill his uh, braggadocious father's larger-than-life shoes not only in the ring, but also out of the ring. Uh, but Adonis is even more of a well-rounded character than his father was in the original uh, four Rocky films. Um, he's equal parts lover and fighter, and that helps us become invested in Adonis's attempt to make a name for himself in the ring and also in his pursuit of the love of a Philadelphia neo-soul musical artist named Bianca played by Tessa Thompson in the film. Uh she's his downstairs neighbor in his apartment building while living in Philadelphia and soon the two form uh a, a start dating and form a bond of uh emotion there that works pretty well for the movie uh similar to the way that uh Rocky and Adrian did for the very first Rocky film. Not to be outdone, Kugler really pulls out a terrific Sylvester Stallone performance. Uh, perhaps Stallone's best performance since the original Rocky back in 1976. Stallone inhabits flawlessly the char- this character that he's played more than any other in his career in a way that feels absolutely well-rounded and authentic. He doesn't just act like Rocky Balboa. He also has to act like a regular older guy. He's aging and he's ailing. And those are two things that Stallone really hasn't done very much in his career. And I would say uh, he pulls both of those aspects off without a hitch in Creed. This is a real performance that Stallone's giving here. This is not just, hey, I like Stallone in this film. This is a really good performance by Stallone. And I think, and, and it seems absurd to say this, this might actually open him up at this stage of his career as a character actor for the f- remainder of uh, his career, instead of just this aging action star churning out 2nd rate 'em ups that remind you of his explosive films of his heyday. Uh, while it's not quite the kind of movie that will draw Oscar nods um, unless it becomes a runaway success, which it actually could, if this weren't the seventh film in a formulaic and and fairly tumultuous franchise, I think that S- Sylvester Stallone's uh, acting performance in this film will likely have a few fans, more than a few fans really, maybe even some film critics, uh, throwing out the suggestion that Stallone should get an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Um, I would be surprised if he does get it, but um, I do think that his performance here is is worthy of at least consideration. Now, there are echoes here and there uh, of the original Rocky film from uh, 1976. Um, and like Adonis, who stands in the shadow of his uh, great father, Apollo, Creed uh, also is standing in the shadow of that great uh, best picture winner uh, from 1976. But just like Adonis does, it. Creed emerges. creed uh, the the film emerges as its own distinct entry in the Rocky series and I would say it's arguably um it, at least in my mind it's second only to the nineteen seventy six original as the best film in the long running franchise um I, I i don't I can't think of any other of the sequels that really can touch creed as far as how good it really is um not only. Does this film impress in that aspect? But I think that Kugler also brings out a new look at the great city of Philadelphia in different ways. Uh, it's beautifully captured by a cinematographer, Maurice, uh, Alberto. And even when it repeats some of the same narrative beats, it still feels fresh and new and, uh, it, it, in almost every respect. And, and it's not just pretty. A pretty film to look at from the outside, you know, just around Philly. The fight choreography in Creed is stunning, uh, including this uh, first bout. Um, it's amazing. And we're, we're like in the ring, almost like a third participant along with the two battling opponents in the ring. We're standing so close. We can see everything. And it looks, I mean, as close as we are, it looks like they're really fighting. And we get to view a couple of rounds of action in one, uh, seemingly seamless take. Uh, it's, it's, uh, a masterful, uh, scene here. And I think that that scene is important because it immediately sets it apart from the countless other great films, uh, to capture the sport of boxing on the silver screen. It's a very raw and visceral and, and real, uh, way to shoot that bout and, Every punch that lands in that in that bout will probably have you flinch in your seat from the impact because it's just right there in your face and it just never ends. Um life, as a lifelong Rocky fan, uh Ryan Coogler, who also co-wrote the script with the uh with first-time screenwriter Aaron Covington, he breathes a rich sense of character and authenticity into uh the time and the place uh of this film that we're more than willing to overlook uh some story confr- contrivances uh many of them actually pretty necessary that goes into giving uh Adonis Creed a title shot with only one official bout in his win column we're so invested in Adonis's story um that i i would say for you i don't be surprised if you're literally on the edge of your seat with your mouth agape during the film's electric finale as you realize just how well the rocky series has milked the same formula for us to only fall for it every single time and you will fall for it in this one as well Your heartstrings are going to be pulled on without shame, to be sure. But when you find that you have a knot in your throat and your fingers are digging into the armrest for the last 25 minutes of Creed, and especially when you start welling up with tears, when you hear the delivery of a very specific line, which I won't ruin here, uh, this line of dialogue that's uttered by Adonis right in the middle of the fight uh, that I, I think will have tears falling out of your eyes, You'll just have to admit by the end of this film that, that this, and, and, and respect the skill by which Kugler and, and Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone have executed this well-worn formula to a T. It's also the very first Rocky film in which Sylvester Stallone doesn't have a hand in the writing of the script. And that I think will further illustrate how well Kugler and Covington have done their homework in this series as every line uttered by Rocky Balboa in this film feels absolutely authentic, something Rocky would absolutely say. And uh, as if these perfect Rocky-isms that he he spouts, many of them are actually very wryly funny. And they're served up like an alley-oop for Sylvester Stallone to gloriously dunk with a mastery that could only come from the marriage of a... Of perfect character writing and an actor who knows his character like Rocky Balboa through and through creed is a masterful formula boxing film. It has an assured director at the helm. It's bolstered by very strong lead performers and a technical uh, achievement in the making of the movie that pops both visually and aurally both in and out of the ring. Now I could sit and gripe about the movie's excessive length at uh, 2 hours and 16 minutes especially since it, ha- it showcases a love story it's not really needed in order to uh, give you Adonis a story arc but that romance that brews between Adonis and Bianca it actually is developed and it feels so natural and there's a oodles of of chemistry between uh, Michael B Jordan and Tessa Thompson that if I if I were sitting there like Kugler and had to edit down this film, I wouldn't take out any scene in this movie. I think that all of them are evocative and really showcase uh, the main protagonist of Adonis Creed fully. It humanizes him in a way that just being a, a boxer with something to prove to himself never really could on its own. It really gives us uh, a more three dimensional look, and uh, I. I, I never felt uh, throughout the course of this movie that it was long. I uh, it, in, in fact, at the end of this movie, I could have probably uh, been down to watch it again. That's how much I was invested into Creed. As the seventh film in a franchise that had already outlived its welcome for many fans about 30 years ago, Creed is the kind of movie that you'd never expect to be good much less one of the most enjoyable cinematic experiences in mainstream cinema in 2015. And yet, like both Adonis and Rocky, it overcomes overwhelming odds to get into the arena with plenty of other heavyweights of filmdom. And while it's it's not going to be the undisputed champion on my best of 2015 list, the fact that it defies all rational expectations by miraculously going the distance from start to finish as a formidable contender makes it feel like a winner all the same. Now, the difficulty that I have with a a film like Creed is balancing how much I enjoyed watching Creed with how well I think of it as a film, while I am a complete fanboy when it comes to Creed, I, and I would highly encourage anybody to go see Creed because I'm such a big Rocky fan. I'm a fan of the series. I mean, I, I, I grant you that you know, films like Rocky Four and Rocky Five, especially were not really good films, even though a lot of people love Rocky Four. Um, I saw that as kind of the beginning of the end for the franchise and, and yet rock, the, uh, Rocky Balboa, the sixth film in the series, uh, uh, filled me with a lot of fan zeal and made me really want to relive all of the Rocky saga again. And so I have to divorce the fanboy aspect of myself. Um, even though, um, I, I'm highly recommending it. So I'm going to give it three and a half stars, not four, uh, because I do feel that that is what it deserves as a film. I gave three and a half stars to Rocky two, which, and I think that this is better than Rocky two, but, um, obviously Rocky, the original film, that's a a straight up four star movie. Uh, in fact, on my, uh, website, um, if you, I, I do a five star scale uh, on my website and I give that one actually four and a half out of five. So it's, it's a little bit, uh, higher than, uh, four stars, um, as a film. And for those of you who are wondering, um, there is really no difference in the star rating between my four-star ratings here doing the podcast and also my five-star ratings on my website. The The real difference is that I had to... Uh, the, the star rating is actually the same. If I give a three-star on my website, I give it a three-star here. Um, the reason why I only do four stars here on the podcast is because um, on my website, you can see all of the films and the history of... Uh, of me doing the reviews at a glance. And so therefore, uh, when I say Five Stars is a masterpiece, um, I can't really proclaim uh, any film that I don't think has either stood the test of time or I haven't given a rewatch on uh, at least one or more occasions as a five-star film. So it's one of those things that kind of progresses over time. And so Four Stars seems a much more logical approach. Four Stars, on my scale, is an excellent film. And so if I feel a film is excellent, I will give it a four-star rating on the podcast and on my website, but uh, four stars is the highest that you'll get here. I'm rambling on here, but uh, regardless, uh, I'm giving this film three and a half stars, and three and a half stars means it is a good film if you have any interest whatsoever in seeing uh, Creed. You don't even have to see uh, the original Rocky films uh, in order to appreciate Creed. However, there is a lot of uh, allusions to the older stuff. I would say at the very least, uh, watch the very first Rocky uh, to see that film, and it will get you completely... Uh, th- this film really does a good job in kind of filling in all of the details um, so you could enjoy Creed as its own film and not see any of the original Rocky movies. Um, but I think that you'll have a richer experience if you're a Rocky fan and you know the Rocky films. Um, I would say at least watch the first four Rockies uh, if you want to get completely up to speed. Um, I don't think that you need to watch Rocky 5 or uh, Rocky 6, although there are allusions to those films as well. Three and a half stars for Creed. Uh, I definitely, uh, (laughs) I loved it. What can I say? So I hope that you enjoyed the review. And if you happen to go out and see Creed, I would like to know what you thought. And, uh, you can send me an email. You can find all of my contact information at my website, quipster.net, where you'll also find links to my Facebook page and my Twitter feed, quipster.net, dot net. So until next time, thank you for listening and please enjoy your time at the movies.